0: welcome to the christian ministries church podcast my name is josh barnett i'm one of the pastors on staff here we're praying that this message equips and empowers you to live in the kingdom of god
1: today we want to wrap up our year and the theme that we have been talking about all year as we move in to the celebration of the birth of jesus but when 2022 began we read matthew 6:33, where jesus said seek first the kingdom of God. Well, that's pretty important. Mm-hmm. First is about as first as it can be. Yeah. Seek first the kingdom of God. And then we read in Acts chapter one, verse three, during the 40 days after, after he suffered and died, when he was resurrected all by, and came for 40 days, it says during the 40 days after he suffered and died, he appeared to the apostles and proved to them he was actually alive And he talked to them about, okay, what did he talk about for 40 days while Mm -hmm. he was in the resurrected form? I think that'd be pretty important. Said he talked to them about the kingdom of God. So we spent 2022 getting a handle on this, getting an understanding of what the kingdom of God is. Today, to help us kind of wrap up our year's theme, we have a panel. We want to welcome all of those joining us on all of our many social media mm-hmm. outlets. And if you are on one of those today, I want you to know who's doing all the talking up here. Well, we got mm-hmm. Chloe Davis, Paul Kern, Sydney Ross, Josh Barnett to help us wrap up this year on our panel. For 2022, what a great year it was for our church. Our, our theme, Living Our Lives Daily in the Kingdom of God. And I I just want to start out by saying, this theme has moved me personally Mm -hmm. into a place of real joy. I don't know that I've ever had a better year of my whole life. I have just lived in joy, I'm enjoying my day. Has my year been perfect? Absolutely not. (laughs) Has people suited me? They sure hadn't, not many people do suit (laughs) me. So yeah, I've got all the reasons to be jerked up as everybody's got to be jerked up. But this year, getting the kingdom of God in my heart, mm-hmm. it's been a joy producer for mm-hmm. me. And I've had a personally a great year as this has been
0: our theme. Josh, start us off. Oh, that's so good. Um, I, I, just as you're talking about that joy, I love in John 15, Jesus is telling his disciples. He's talking to them about obeying him so that they can abide in him. And then one of the, as he kind of wraps up that narrative, he says... I say these things to you so that your joy may be full mm -hmm. and I love that it's like in this the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating or drinking but of righteousness peace and joy and the holy spirit but talking about the kingdom it's in the word king yeah yeah we're living in a kingdom and we've got the first thing that we have to understand about living, living in his kingdom is it's he's the king and I'm not he's the king and you're not and entrance into this kingdom comes by way of surrender to his lordship yeah comes by way of surrender to his kingship you know the the new testament actually calls jesus savior about 25 times but references him references him as lord over 600 times and and so like he he's our savior but he's also our king he's also in charge he's also the master and and in our culture today there's many people try to separate jesus from like what he said but you don't you cannot separate the word from his words and so like he Go ye therefore unto all nations, teaching them to obey all that I have commanded. And so I have to come under lordship. And the one commandment that's in all four gospels is deny yourself, take up your cross, follow after me. If any man seeks to save his life, he's gonna lose it. But if he'll lose his life for my sake, he will find true life. And so entrance into this kingdom, living in this kingdom starts by way of death. Mm -hmm. Starts by way of death to my own dreams, my own desires, my own ambitions, my own feelings, and following him denying me, denying Josh and following him. So that's the biggest point I wanna make is like, we're in the kingdom, but I'm not the king, he is. He's in charge.
2: Yeah, that's so good. You know, um, in the beginning with Adam and Eve, they didn't really have this concept of king and Mm -hmm. kingdom yet, God was developing that, but they did understand that God wanted them to be under his authority mm-hmm. and under his rulership and basically, hey, don't eat of the tree. Mm-hmm. You know, That was a way for them to submit and obey and be obedient to what God wanted to do. And if you'll do it my way, life will work best for you. Right. You will be blessed if you do it my way. Well, they didn't do it God's way. And of course <laughs> we know the curse was brought and all the pain and toil that came upon mankind and um, sin separated humanity from God. You know, and I think about how my sin separated me from God, for so many years i was just separated from god because i was rebellious i was doing my own thing i wanted to be my own king mm-hmm. of my own kingdom and i wanted to rule my own life and man all i got was heartache and and you know there were moments of, of fun sure but there was no lasting peace no lasting mm-hmm. joy yeah. like you were talking about tim yep. you know that yep. now i experience in my life even though my life isn't perfect by any sense of the word but i, I do have a sense of joy, joy. and peace in my mm-hmm. life that comes from submitting to Jesus. And I just think about, you know, all of those people who lived in the Old Testament, you know, they they lived under the, the law of Moses and trying to follow all the rules and the regulations and, and now Jesus coming and redeeming us and shedding his blood and, you know, ultimately making us the prodigals, right? Like we read the story of the prodigal son, mm-hmm. we're all that prodigal and That's the heart of the Father, it's like, return to me. Mm -hmm. I'll run to you, return to me. And then Jesus, you know, he paid the price for us, and now we have this restored place of sonship, Mm -hmm. and not only is God our king, but God is also our Father and we are His children. Man, so powerful to understand that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and
3: you talked about Mosaic Law, Um, Luke 17, the Pharisees are saying, when will the kingdom of God come? What are the signs um, that the kingdom has come? Mm -hmm. And Jesus says, Uh, it's not going to be detected by visible signs. You won't be able to say here it is because the kingdom is here and now. They were looking for economic stability. They were looking for Israel's independence. They were looking for specific things. And what Jesus is saying is it is... Right here, it's coming in a way you're not expecting. I'm Mm -hmm. using unlikely people in unlikely places, and um, it it is for here and now. It's not gonna be detectable by what you're thinking it's gonna be detectable. Mm -hmm. That's good, Good. so good. So good. good. Pastor
4: Tim, there was a message that you did earlier in the year where you talked about how we were born again into the kingdom of God. So we're not just born again as like fire insurance, We're born again into the kingdom of God, which means this changes the way that we live life. It changes the way that we talk. It changes the way that we interact with people. It changes the way that we think. It changes everything Mm -hmm. about who we Mm -hmm. are because we're now a part of a new culture. We're no longer a part of the culture of this world, but we're part of the culture of the kingdom of our God. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: And to get that concept of, there is a king and you're not it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Paul, you tried to be your yeah. own Lord That's for it. all those years. And yeah. yeah, we had some fun times, mm-hmm. but boy, they were short-lived, a yeah. lot of misery right. hurt in turning that kingship over. Mm-hmm. I think we lose sight of the fact that God gave Adam and Eve a choice between right and wrong. Right. He did not give them the decision of what is right and what is wrong. And, and, oh, that's a big big error right now. It's not up to you to decide what's right for me or what's right for me. Right and wrong has been established. Now, you choose between right and wrong. Josh, that was a key point.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, thinking about that is like kind of tying it in with what Chloe – and Sydney were saying is that the kingdom of God is not like, it's not this outward thing, it's within. As Jesus said, the kingdom of God is gonna be within. And so like, I have to enthrone him on my heart so that I can live in the kingdom. They were looking for Jesus to overthrow Rome, Mm -hmm. but Jesus Jesus was overthrowing a much more dangerous enemy. He was overthrowing Mm -hmm. the kingdom of darkness and he was transferring us into the kingdom of light, but we have to surrender to his lordship and enthrone him on our heart. And then we'll see the kingdom manifest in certain outward ways in our life. We'll become a city on a hill, but it takes place first within me. I have to so repent. Good. Yeah, That was the first message. John the Baptist and Jesus. Repent, for the kingdom of God is near. It is at hand. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth in my good. life as it is in heaven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh,
3: to tag onto that, you know, you're talking about decisions, and if the kingdom is here and now, yeah. then we have to choose to live right. kingdom-minded. Yep. You did a, a sermon earlier in the year called pre-decisions, yeah. mm-hmm. and you talked about how we get decision fatigue. We we make, statistics say we make uh, 35,000 decisions per day. Wow. And the more and more decisions you make, the, the harder it is to make decisions after all of these decisions you've had to make. So if we're gonna live kingdom-minded, there are things that we have to pre-decide so good. in good. kingdom living. Yep practically speaking would be uh, being very involved in your church, um, living in community and relationship with mm-hmm. one another, reading the word, prayer yeah. and intercession and fasting. Those things have to be predecided already in the life yeah. of a believer, yeah, those are no-brainers. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that is so, and we live on those things. And without them, uh, you're just tossed by every wind of doctrine, you're tossed by every wave, you're tossed by every emotion. Yeah. I have already decided to right. stay married and whether i'm happy today or not happy today i've decided i've decided this is where i'm planted this is the church i'm in this is where i'm serving and so today you greet me and i'm happy with you or tomorrow you hurt my feelings and say something about me i'll still be here next yeah. sunday
2: if are the- just countless decisions that we have that yeah. we've pre-decided that is so powerful and that was the thing really when i came to christian ministries i had never been taught that i never even heard that concept you know it was almost like religion had its place and then my everyday life yeah. had its place yeah i remember a sermon not not too many weeks ago that you preached for, and you guys probably remember this where tim said 80 of all people's thoughts are negative negative," mm-hmm. and i was like whoa that that's a lot of negativity in your life yeah. but that's why it's so important the kingdom of god is within us Yeah. And and Jesus often talked about how like you put yeast in bread or mm-hmm. leaven in bread, mm-hmm. how little leaven leavens the whole lump. And in community, you know, you're around, you know, you get to decide what kind of leaven you're gonna place mm-hmm. yourself around. Are you gonna pl- place yourself around good leaven or are you gonna place yourself around bad leaven? In Colossians chapter three, it says, Since you've been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the reality of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about, here's those thoughts, think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth, for you died to this life, and your real life is hidden in Christ. And then in verse 10, it says, put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. And that's been our whole thing for this year is renewing our mind, renewing our thoughts, thinking like God, thinking like his kingdom, and then that influences everything about your entire life.
0: Well, like when that begins to happen, like I begin to experience that righteousness, peace and joy as I surrender to his Lordship. And it doesn't matter what my outcome circus, outward circumstances are. I think about Paul and Silas, they were in prison, they were chained up yeah. and that did not affect their peace. That did not affect their joy. That did not affect their freedom. And so you can even live in captivity but be free and that's that's the big thing that jesus was trying to show us is that like even if outward things are bad if america's going a bad way or the economy's bad like my peace isn't found in my bank account it's found in the kingdom of god it's found in him and then you get to a place as that happens in your own life that that power begins to come out of you because paul and silas sing in praise in prison their chains begin to fall off and you'll see that as like, what can a people do that really believe that they're free, that really believe that they're sons and, God, sons and daughters of God? They become a city on a hill. Yeah. Yeah. They become a light and dark mm-hmm. places, and they begin to shine bright, in their, in their, not just in their family, but their community. And you begin to be able to make disciples of nations, which is what Jesus yeah, commanded us good. to do.
1: Well, th- this president is not doing to suit me, but I wasn't looking for this president to bring me joy. (laughs) (laughs) My joy is coming from the Lord. My kids aren't doing to suit me, but I wasn't looking to my kids to bring me joy. It's within you. And and we've got to get a hold of that. We just do.
4: Yeah, I even think about Jesus in sleeping in the boat in the middle of the storm yeah. Yeah. and the disciples are coming to him and they're like, how are you sleeping yeah. in the storm? And that is that's that's testimony. You know, that is mm-hmm. that's the, says the testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy. And that's like our lives lived out is the great commission. Yeah. Letting people witness the, the, the fruits of the spirit in our lives mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Yes. That is the power of God. The kingdom of God comes in power in our lives.
1: It's so true. Josh, earlier you were talking about, I think it was in first service, about him being our Savior, him being our Lord, and mm-hmm. we've got to understand that. Go no, back for into sure. that a bit Yeah, with us. I
0: mean, it's like, I think sometimes we, so like in culture, we boil down to like Jesus just being our buddy, and he's like, he's not your buddy, like he's your king, like you submit to yep. his yep. lordship, you, you bow down to him, and I even think about uh, the, the Roman centurion coming to Jesus like, I understand authority. And so like, you don't even have to come like I command men. It's like, Mm -hmm. I know that if you say it, like it'll happen. And we've got to understand that Jesus, he took the keys from the devil. Mm -hmm. And then he sent us out in his authority just to like, we have have that power in our words, that power in the things that we do. And I I think sometimes Tim, it's easy to look at like, oh, like, well, Tim is a kingdom builder because he's a pastor. And it's like no like we're all kingdom builders yeah. like we're yeah. the priesthood of the believer mm-hmm. and like you're going to reach people that i can't reach like if you're a plumber sure. or electrician or carpenter sure. or you know you're a mom at home with your kids mm-hmm. or you're an accountant or you're you're retired or you playing playing golf on the golf course that mm-hmm. sounds awesome yeah. whatever you're doing like you're building the kingdom everywhere that you are yeah. you're shining bright for him he is so uh, we've so surrendered to His Lordship that He permeates like leaven mm-hmm. everything that I do, mm-hmm. the way that I respond, the way that I behave, the choices that I make, the way that I see people, everything. Good, good.
3: She yep. Well, we are not um, people who have a spiritual compartment and a non-spiritual right. compartment, yeah. Yeah. and we compartmentalize kingdom <laughs> in our mind when we're actually we're born to be kingdom people. And that that was what we were created to do, but when we compartmentalize it, we, uh, there are some, you know, with our kids, I'm gonna be spiritual, but with my job, I'm not going to be. With my uh, finances, I'm gonna be spiritual, but with my friends, I'm not going to be. When it's supposed to permeate every area of our life and in every season of our life, Mm -hmm. we have to know, because there's, you know, seasons of life that, we have the opportunity to seek God in a new way in every single season, Mm -hmm. to bring His kingdom in every single season. And when we're able to really uh, evaluate our season of life and say with an open palm, in this particular season, how can I bring your kingdom Good. to earth? And mm-hmm. it can be very practical. It can be sending a text to somebody. It can be giving financially or of other resources once a month. There's so many ways mm-hmm. and different seasons of our life where we can operate kingdom-minded. Mm-hmm. That's great.
2: I think about um, Jesus talking about building your house on the rock yeah. or building your house on the sand. And I, I, I see that as like two different mindsets, two different temperaments like you were talking about. I think people do a lot of time um, categorize like their spiritual life and then their the the, the normal, regular life that everybody mm-hmm. has. I have my religious life and then I have my public life. <clears throat> but 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 when the kingdom gets inside of you, one of the things that Jesus said, he said, so there was this guy, he was really foolish. He built his life upon the culture and the winds came and the storms blew and they beat against that house and great was its collapse there was this other guy he was really wise he he built his house upon the rock of the word Mm -hmm. and the winds came and the storms blew and they beat against that house but that house stood now the storms came to both Mm -hmm. The difference was was. one built their house upon the foundation of the word and they lived their life under the word every single day and one didn't, but storms came to both, but the outcome was different. Yeah. And for us walking in the kingdom, it's, it's, you know, I kind of had this wrong perception about when I got saved, that things were going to get a lot better and easier, Mm -hmm. you know, immediately. And they didn't really get, I mean, I was better on the inside, but my circumstances, you know, some circumstances change, but something like, you know, if I had lost members in my family, they didn't all of a sudden start being nice people and get saved. (laughs) I mean, I did, but they didn't, you know, and even then I was really rough. (laughs) But, but the fact is you build your life upon the rock and that begins to influence your life. And you were talking about process over time, that process penetrates every area of your life and it yeah. brings about real lasting results.
1: Yeah,
4: absolutely. I even think about compartmentalizing your life and that's exhausting, you know, to, to live one way here and to live another way here. <laughs> yeah. and to just, like, why? That That's exhausting. And in James 1, it says, do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is that's unsettled good. as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the mm-hmm. wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord because their loyalty is divided between God and the world and they are unstable in everything they do. And so the word of God is clear. You know, if you're Trying to compartmentalize your life, you're gonna be unstable in everything you do because you have no inner you have no inner peace from the Lord because you're trying to live two lives. Yeah, yeah. That's
1: absolutely right, and that's why so much confusion. Yeah. yeah. You know, the thing we and we've talked about this a lot this year. We are not here to adopt the culture of the day. Well, Tim, everybody thinks, well, it's accepted today. Well, everybody believes. We're not here to adopt the culture, and, mm-hmm. and we talked about that this year, the fact that we are in the position of being an ambassador. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we operate on this all over the world. Uh, our country has ambassadors in Japan and in Australia and New Zealand, and where we've got embassies there and we have ambassadors. They're not sent there to become an Australian. Right. They're sent there to represent our interest, Man, our good. thoughts, yeah. our ideas. They're there to represent us in that culture. They're not to take on that culture themselves. And it doesn't matter if everybody decides this is acceptable or that's acceptable. I'm not here for that. I'm mm-hmm. here to represent the kingdom of God and that kingdom in right. the kingdom of the world. And, right. and we've got to get a hold of that thinking.
0: No, absolutely. It's like, And it's like you know the church at large kind of thought that they if they would be relevant to the culture that they could change the culture but like to me that's like i'm going to change this water by adding water to it like that doesn't doesn't work that way Mm -hmm. but like even the word like apostle apostle is a roman word it was somebody that was sent to establish roman culture we have been sent to be ambassadors for the kingdom Mm -hmm. where we represent him and and we live in a way that it even like how god has used the gentiles to provoke the jealousy of israel we live in a way that we provoke the the jealousy they see the kindness and goodness of god on our Mm -hmm. life and we can't do that if we're compartmentalized we can't do that if we check our christianity at the door and 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 honestly you've seen even like our nation begin to fall apart and the fabric of it begin to dissipate because we've tried to build our house on sand and not on the rock and so like even as a christian like even in your politics and when you go into the voting booth and the way that you see things is like it's not what do i feel like it's like what does god say about this yeah and so like i'm trying to love god with all my heart mind soul and strength and love my neighbor as myself if i believe that god is the designer of life and he designed life to work a certain way then i should want my neighbor also to live that way that's right and so like we don't separate our christianity from anything like that is it is us that is who we are we're completely and absolutely inundated with this from, from every part of us. And that's what we're here to do. Yeah. When yeah.
1: I'm in a conversation and someone says, well, my body, my choice, <laughs> my response is, I understand that, Yeah. I, I totally understand sure. what you're saying, but what you need to know actually, You've been bought with a price. Right, There was a price paid for you. Mm -hmm. Actually, you are the temple of God. So I I understand what you're saying, but what you don't know is you're not your own. Right, You've been bought with a price. Well, I believe the choice is up to you, which gender you are. Well, I understand that's the way the world thinks now, but what you need to understand, God created he them, male and female, and you're one of those. So see, Mm -hmm. we are constantly... I'm I'm not combative, I'm not mad, I'm here representing the United States to Australia. I'm an ambassador. I'm here representing the kingdom of God to the kingdom of this world.
3: Yeah, well, if we're gonna, you know, if we're not, if we're adopting the mindset of kingdom versus culture, um, there are, we have to do a self-evaluation of what do, what am I adopting as culture that I need to adopt as kingdom in in my mindset? And Mm -hmm. one of those things I think is, success versus failure. You know, it's easy to to believe that the physical success in our life is the outward sign of the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. But if we're living with eternity in focus, and we're living kingdom-minded, Our yes to him is more important than the success of the thing that we're working hard to do because some of Mm -hmm. the things that we may say yes to and work hard for may not work out, but that doesn't mean that God didn't do something with that, that he wasn't in it because our obedience, you're Mm -hmm. talking about submission and obedience, Mm -hmm. that's the goal. The success Yeah. in our life whether we ex- experience that or not is not the goal it is our yes to him and in our yes we- he works in that yeah and well
1: you said you said earlier about paul and
3: silas being in yeah. jail that yeah. didn't look very yeah. successful jesus like, died even you know yeah. <laughs> and then he rose again but that took a little bit of time to realize that yeah. that was going to happen so say like
0: the 120 people changed the known world and like most of them died martyrs deaths yeah. like their yeah. situ- but within 300 years the emperor of Rome became Christian. It's yeah. like they changed the whole world, and they did it without social media. They did it without fancy stages and lights and all that. Like yeah. they were being persecuted and suffering and all mm-hmm. that. And like their circumstances didn't seem very favorable, yeah. but they changed the whole. There's like they three. Very successful. There's like three billion Christians on the planet now, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's because the kingdom is always advancing. It's always of power, mm-hmm. and some. It doesn't matter, like you said. We 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 got to be have eternity in mind, mm-hmm. not just like this short year of my life. Yeah. yeah.
2: I think that's such a great point, Cindy, yeah. that you made. I mean, you know, it's like often we think, well, I need more money. I need, I need to prosper or I need this breakthrough or I need, you know, God to move in this area supernaturally. But then you look in the scripture and you look at, you look at Job, mm-hmm. you look at Joseph, you look at so many people who, you know, what, what we think we need, sometimes God says, no, that's not what you need. Right. You know, you need solace yeah you you need a little character shaping mm-hmm. right now you need a little bit of pain mm-hmm. to walk through because you know we do tend to take the the path of of least resistance mm-hmm. you know like i think about our basketball coaches here you know they push our team to be better mm-hmm. well your flesh naturally says hey can we take a break today and go up to sonic and get a you know a blizzard <laughs> yeah. or something yeah. you know yep. but you know, you know god doesn't see things that way so mm-hmm. as we're submitted to his kingdom it, we, we recognize that it's not Well, like Jesus said, it's not my will, but it's your will be done. And if that means I'm gonna suffer a little bit, then you've got something better in mind Mm -hmm. that you're wanting to produce from that. Absolutely.
1: Well, and I've seen even in our ball teams, the example, Mm -hmm. uh, the thrill of winning a game. Right. It's a thrill. Well, you didn't get that by eating at Sonic (laughs) every day. You got that by running laps and stomach throwing up over on the Mm sidelines and brutal summer workouts. Well. But the coach knows that, Yes. and our flesh doesn't.
4: Mm-hmm. That really comes back to being childlike and asking, like, do I depend on the Lord? Do I rely on the mm-hmm. Lord? Do I trust the Lord? It's even it, when things don't look favorable, yep. yes. am I dependent upon on Him? Am I trusting Him even when things aren't the best of circumstances? Do I trust Him while I? And that comes back to even I recognize that I'm a son or a daughter of the King in the Kingdom of God, yep. Yep. and it that just that speaks volumes in our lives.
1: Well, some years ago, uh, it was a real life changer for me and I can't even remember why, something going on in the government and I grabbed a dictionary and I looked up the word treason and the definition of the word treason, it says the betrayal of one's country to the enemy. And boy, when I read that, it just went off inside me. Do I commit treason? Am I not representing the kingdom of God I'm supposed to be representing God's kingdom am I betraying God's kingdom when I go along with this or I line up with the culture mm-hmm. uh, I get up here and I start preaching a feel-good message that's not biblical at all well you're betraying the kingdom of God to another country mm-hmm. and that's really was really important to me' no, Josh?
0: It's so it's so true we've got, we've got to be be sure that we're all in on this and it's it's the the good news of the gospel is not like, think happy thoughts, it's not good advice, it's like, it's surrender to him. And and even thinking about, we're, we're talking about these things and like how we begin to experience heaven in our own life, but, uh, cause growing up I always thought like, Well, you get born again, and then you get to go to heaven when you die. And that's not what Jesus meant at all. It's like you can experience heaven here Mm -hmm. and now. He didn't save all the good stuff for when we hit that sweet by and by. And so, like, you know, what Chloe's talking about, is like that simple obedience, and we begin to experience blessing from him, sometimes internal, sometimes material. But it's like if we obey the Lord, blessing always follows. You see it in Scripture. Everybody who obeyed the Lord, there was always blessing that followed that.
2: That's good. I, you were talking about your girls earlier, and I thought that was such a good point, Tim, that you talked about going on vacation and things well, like that.
1: Well, what I just was explaining, I've, I've always tried to, when our girls were really, really little, Terry and I were raising two young girls at two, three, four years old, as you're shaping their mentality, mm-hmm. we never did go on a vacation or go somewhere nice or go out to eat or us buy them presents or whatever, that I didn't say, girls, I want you to understand something before we go we're going to Branson for the weekend, but it's because you made the honor roll. It's because you've been obedient. Mm-hmm. It's because you've been good to your teachers. It's yeah. because I hear good reports about you in school. Uh, you've been obedient to your, me and your mom. And, and because of that, we're going, and here's what I want you to know. If you're a thug, if you're in jail, if you're not being disobedient everywhere we go, then you don't experience these blessings. Mm -hmm. So I want to ingrain in them there are blessings when you obey and you you follow the plan, you follow the rules. And that's that
0: goodness of God that leadeth men into repentance. I think a lot of people see that as like, well, that's kind of a works thing. And it's like, no, like me as a young person, when I watched... You know when i watched you and paul and different men and women in my life obeying god and seeing the blessings of god on your life because of your obedience that was the goodness of god provoking my heart saying there's more in the house for you bro like you don't have to stay out here and live with the pigs you don't have to live in a house that's falling apart like you can actually come in and inherit the things that they have as well
2: Mm -hmm. well and
1: i didn't want our girls to grow up thinking that well your dad you're gonna take me on a vacation. No, I'm not gonna take you on a vacation if you're gonna act like this. Right. So I want them to understand, what well, God's God, He's gonna bless me. Well, <laughs> not if you're living against His will. Yeah, so so we, we gotta get that understanding so in our minds. Yeah.
3: Well, if, when we look at our life as a, a, a process, you know, we mm-hmm. talked about that for just a second, it's a journey, and God is king, mm-hmm. But he's also our father. Yeah. Yeah. Our father is the king, and he's very loving yeah. and he's very patient, yeah. and he cares True. for us. And while the goal in the life of a believer is to live in submission and obedience to the king, our father gives us encounters. What you talked about yeah. stage hosting was yeah. amazing. He encounters us. And those encounters with Him is what propels us Mm -hmm. into daily obedience. And so I was talking to somebody uh, not too long ago and I asked them when was the last time you had an encounter? Mm -hmm. Not because He only wants us to live on the mountaintop, not because that's the only place He speaks to us, but it's those encounters that mark us, that propel us into Mm -hmm. a daily obedience. So it's not done out of works, it's done Because he loves me, he's my father, and I love him, which is why
4: I'm obedient. Good. Yeah. Good. John 15 If you love me, you'll obey me. And it's yeah. an invitation of, like, if you love me, your life will show that. You, it will prove that your life in yeah. the, the daily things that you do, the daily words that you speak, the way that you connect with with my people, my children, the people that have my, my fingerprints on them, because the Lord created everyone. The way that you do that will show that you love me. And so, yeah. if You love me. You'll obey me. Yes. And so it's, it's mm-hmm. that simple. It is that simple so obedience. Great.
0: great.
1: That's so good. But in the church, I think, has done a good job as as of late, talking about He's our Savior, mm-hmm. our Savior, our Savior. And mm-hmm. I, I thank God. Yeah. Thank the Lord. He saved me. Yeah. But, Josh, you gave some numbers a while ago that shocked me about the number of Savior and the number of yeah. Lord.
0: Yeah, 25 to 600. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, it, it's what it says in the <laughs> 20, Word. 25 times Jesus savior. referred to as our Savior
3: 600 and is Lord.
1: 600 times He's referred to as our Lord.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah.
1: We need to get that. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah, it's it's making Him Lord is what saves you.
1: Yeah, well, right? it's true. You
2: know, we want we want the the, the life raft <laughs> without the guy who gave us the life yeah. raft. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. As a matter of fact, I'm not sure, Josh, but I think that there's not a time that the scripture mentions Savior without mentioning Lord. That sounds right. With it, yeah. But, so you know, it's I, I had a, a guy one time say to me, and he would always say it: Jesus is either Lord of all, or he's not, not Lord at all. At all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's the act of of surrender and making Jesus the Lord of your life, that you open the possibility for the benefits of his kingdom mm-hmm. begin to flood in your life. I tell our interns at our, at our college-age internship, Leaders Academy, all the time that, you know, g- good works don't save you. Mm-hmm. It's the good Lord that saves you. But mm-hmm. good works do reward you. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, your obedience opens the door for joy yeah. and peace. Yes. And love and the good things of God to come into your life and so for example as I'm obedient to the Lord in my marriage with my wife I'm you know and the scripture says over in Colossians here's what you need to clothe yourself with tender mercy kindness gentleness okay well if I'm treating my wife that way then the reward of a good relationship is naturally going to flow right. into my life I remember you know, when I first started listening to you, Tim, years and years ago, you would talk about who wants peace. Well, everybody wants peace, yeah. but you drive peace out of your life mm-hmm. by what you say and how you act, or you invite really peace into your life mm-hmm. by how you respond and treat people. Yeah. And so that's, that's what we're talking about here is we're talking about the kingdom of heaven influencing our lives mm-hmm. every single day. Really good. Well, we do live in the kingdom
1: of God, mm-hmm. a place of peace, of joy, mm-hmm. of blessings. But that kingdom has a king. Yeah, yeah. That kingdom has a mm-hmm. king and we cannot lose sight of that. Well, we're out of time as it goes by fast when we're up here talking. But today, as we wrap up our 2022 theme, as we always say, and we always want to say when we come to the end of a theme or we come to the end of a series, or, or we just come to the end of the sermon, it we don't close the book on this and right. that's done, right. now let's, what's next, let's move on. That's great. As a matter of fact, we want to make our themes this year and our theme for next year front and center focus for us so that now over a year of this being front and center for us, we've established a new habit of thinking. Mm-hmm. We've established a new lifestyle. We're, we're thinking different, we're living different in our life, and, and when anger comes up, when the cuss word comes up, yeah. when a bad thought, wait, wait, hold on, I'm seeking first mm-hmm. His kingdom. And so out of my mouth comes the right thought because we're seeking first mm-hmm. His kingdom. And as we focused on that this year, that that is not something that we're going to leave, but that's something that's become a habit pattern mm-hmm. for us and carries us into a new lifestyle mm-hmm. for this next year. As we daily live our lives in the kingdom of God. Mm. Y'all stand with me. It's great. As you leave today, ladies, don't forget, it's going to be a wonderful dinner, a fun time for the ladies of our church. Sign up on your way out. We've got to know how many, because we're going to order food for a really nice dinner. So we want to make sure you ladies sign up on your way out so we can begin to plan for that. Father God, today as we Close out our theme for this last year as we look forward to the next coming weeks, our celebration of your birth, your entrance into this world, your entrance into our life. Lord, today, we seek you first. Lord, this hadn't just been a fancy topic or a fun theme, but this has become a lifestyle for us as we live in your kingdom, seeking your will in our life first. We honor you today. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Thank you for listening to this message from Christian Ministries Church. If this message impacted you and you'd like to sow into our ministry, you can give at cmchurch.com. If you'd like to listen to more of our messages, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Christian Ministries. God bless.